Episode 1, The Awakening, Part 1 Crystal Tokyo finds itself in turmoil from the many earthquakes and aftershocks that have rocked the city over the past several days. However, it is not the only city to have been affected. News from all over the world is reaching the palace. Other major cities crying out for guidance through these troubling times. Your Highness, you have to take a look at these reports. Terry, calm yourself. Here, sit before you collapse. Unbelievable! Crystal Tokyo has not been the only city damaged by these earthquakes? Your Majesty, people are demanding answers. By all means, these earthquakes should not be happening. Our first priority is to see to the people. Yes. Secondly, I shall be in contact with the other governments. I will do my best to ease their fear as much as I can. Understood. Terry, whatever the people need, give it. For now, all we can do is help. But, but your majesty, what shall I do if the citizens ask me- Tell them that we will let them know as soon as we can. I, I will tell them that. And, Terry? Yes? Whatever happens, do not show how afraid you are. Serenity! Serenity! Endymion, I'm here. What's- (gasps) Endymion, your heart! No, I'm fine. Just a small cut. I wouldn't call that a small cut, sir. Thank you, Terry. Serenity, small lady is asking for you. Oh my, I'll go to her at once. Serenity, wait! What is it, Endymion? Serenity, we can't hide things from anyone. This situation is unacceptable. We must hold a quorum's meeting immediately. Far away from Crystal Tokyo, in the country known as the Land of the Free, people sit close to a television or radio to listen to the president speak. The Dupree family, however, is doing their best to deal with a sudden change of events that have caused at least the mistress of the manor and one of her daughters to set up camp within the immense garden. The master of the house, being as stubborn as ever, will not vacate his home. He will remain there through every quake and shake. However, the safest of places can also be the most dangerous. Your father is one stupid fool, Marianne. I don't know what on earth compelled me to marry him. Mother, you know how proud he is. Leaving isn't even an option in his mind. Think of it as asking a king to leave his throne. King my ass. Mother? Language? You heard that? Mm-hmm. Another earthquake! Marion! is Laura what happened during the earthquake just now she she pushed me out of the way as the tree fell Marion go to the nearest medical tent to the house 
Bring a doctor! Laura? Laura, can you hear me? Bill! Bill! What? Why are you... Something happened to me, didn't it? Yes. You pushed Marion out of the way from a falling tree. She went to find a doctor. Don't go dying on me! <laughs> is that an order? You bet it is! Laura, I know you better than this. You could have kept yourself at Marion's safe without injuring yourself. That is why I don't understand why you... Trust me. That is all I ask. Unknown to anyone, forgotten in the coldest of places, a lone figure shifts. Her awakening being the cause of the chaos that now consumes the earth. Slowly, she gains her bearings to try and figure out where and when she is. This place, it's so cold, dark. Why? Why is it like this? There should be life, light and people surrounding me. Yet, I find myself in this cold place. But why am I thinking this? After all, I died. Didn't I? Leka, Fury, awake! Mistress! Milady! Some light, Fury. Will this do? Yes. Mistress, what is this place? What is left of what once was my throne, Leka. It has been forgotten, it would appear. It is now nothing but walls of ice. A room filled with nothing but cold. Preposterous! How could this be? I don't quite understand it myself. You see, by all means, I should be dead. I have little memory of the events which led us to being here. I am of no help. I myself find that my memory holds no clue as to how we are here. The last thing I seem to recall is fighting, and then nothing. Be as it may, we need to figure out a way to leave this place. I will go check if the old passageways are in working order. Mistress, do you, oh, um, happen to have any food with you? <laughs> I'm quite hungry. Oh, Lega! Mistress! Mistress! Fury! <gasps> the underground tunnels that lead out are gone. But by who? Who would dare do such a thing? If this path is closed, then we'll have to make another one. Come, let us return to the throne room. We must plan this carefully. In the silence of her room, she listens to the many voices crying out around her, her senses warning of something yet unknown to them. Accompanying it, a feeling of dread for this opponent will be far stronger than anything that they have ever encountered. What is this I feel? Emptiness. Anger. Sorrow. But from who? Or what? These emotions. 
are in such turmoil that I cannot find the person or thing they come from. Hotara, we've received a message from Crystal Tokyo. We are to attend an emergency quorum meeting. <sighs> I think there's more to them. Huh? I don't think I can explain. I see. Well, let's not keep the others waiting. Something's coming. Something extremely bad. The thing is, it is far older and more powerful than us. How can I tell them this? If I myself do not know who or what it is? Back in the United States, a young woman rushes towards her family's manor. She is the eldest of the two children from the Dupree family who has been assisting those in need. But word of her mother being injured has reached her ears, sending her running back home as fast as her legs could carry her. Ma, ma, Marion! Starlight, you're here. It's okay, Marion. Where is Mother being kept? Father took her down to the drawing room. Doctor left about ten minutes ago. He said she'd be fine. She needs to rest. Mm-hmm. I see. Let's go in to see how she's doing. What are you doing here? I came to see Mother. She's fine. Now go away! Father? I came to see Mother, and you will not stand on my way. You Disrespectful! Bill? Mom! Laura! What are you doing up? The doctor said you need... <sighs> Star, my child. Come hug your mother. Mom! You shouldn't be up! Marion... Yes, yes, the doctor say I need to rest. The blah! What does that doctor know? Well, he does have a doctorate, you know. <laughs> Funny. Well, at least I know you're okay. I can go now. Huh? No, stay. No! <sighs> no, Mom. You need rest. My being here will only upset this man. I'll be okay. Starlight, wait. Star, listen. Dad's... Dad's dad. That's all I know. He hates me and I him. I've never been what he wants in a child, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. You just returned from the school he put you in. It's not fair I... We don't get to see you at all. Marion, you need to learn something. Life's not easy. It never will be. I don't belong to the Dupre family even if I carry the name. To my father, I am an outsider. Oh, sister. Suddenly, there is a loud explosion a few feet from them. Instinctively, they run towards it, hoping to be able to help whoever may be injured. However, the scene that awaits them is completely different. Before them stands a humanoid creature with a pair of long, red, bat-like wings spreading out from its back. In front of it, its long, crimson lion tail is wrapped around the neck of a man as its red aura surrounds it. Its gaping maw drawing a pale, glowing mist from the man's body. 
What? What is that? I don't know, but... Human! I, Marion, move back slowly. More! I want more souls! Marion, move! Give it to me! Give it! Marion, you have to get home. I'll get his attention. But. 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 No buts! The young woman gathers her courage as she picks up a few rocks. She then throws them at the vile creature, causing its focus to narrow onto her and her alone. One of its claws stretches out and aims to knock her down, but the beast is too slow, and the young woman jumps out of her way. To ensure that the creature would not turn its eyes upon her sister while she escapes, the woman grabs another large rock and aims it at the creature. But. She is not fast enough, as the claw she had evaded has now been once again sent to strike her down. Yeah, foolish, foolish, so sweet, your soul, mine. <laughs> so this is it, honey. I never thought I'd die this way, but it really does not matter. Marion is safe. I have never done anything great or of importance in my life besides gold games. Everything father ever wanted. From birth, a girl instead of a son he wanted. I guess he'll be happy now. But fate has another destiny for her, and after being dormant for so long, that power begins to slowly awaken, letting its presence be known as a warmth filling her body. The lotus birthmark in the center of her chest begins to glow in a brilliant light, blinding the creature. Oh, ow! What? So bright! Before her, shining brighter than a million stars, is a golden bracelet. Intricately designed into its band are symbols she cannot make out. Yet, something compels her to reach out and grasp what she sees. What's this? I'll make you regret what you did. What do I do? It really is pissed off. But why? Could it really be because of this? I hear something. Words written inside it. Soul surround! Neon Terra Star Power. An explosion of golden light embraces the young woman as the soft words have reached a power that will change her into the guardian of humanity. supposed to be? Me? I... I... I'm Sailor Neonur, protector of life, justice, and peace, and you have just made me very angry, so 
the repair to be bidden beyond recognition in the name of the Earth. Though she had been running, Marion suddenly comes to a halt. She knows she cannot leave her sister to be killed by that horrendous creature. Thus, she turns back to help her. She will not let her sister be hurt. She's always fought by herself, never asking for help or hoping to be helped. Wrote separately. She was always sending me letters, and now she's home. I won't even let her come home. She lives by herself. I, I can't leave her alone. No, I, I can't. On her left wrist, the faint birthmark of a lotus barely seen begins to glow, the warmth of hidden magic spreading throughout her body. Her link to her sister and the yearning need to protect her have breathed the power within her, words forming within her lips, and without a doubt upon her mind, she speaks them. Neon. Aranyani. Star. Somehow this feels familiar. It doesn't matter how I changed into this. Hold on, Star, I'm coming! I... I thought... Why the heck did I change into this if I can't even fight? Did I tire the miniskirt bimbo out? I thought I was supposed to get my ass kicked. <laughs> Surround. Ah! Who did that? It's bad enough our home, and worse yet, our beloved city is in ruins. But then you show up and prey on the innocent. I simply will not allow this. Protector of all living things, I am Sailor Neon Aranyani, and in the name of nature, I will punish you. Another one. Now what have you done with her? Whoa! Marian! Calm down! Huh? Starlight? Yep. Then you... also... All the questions for later. You seem to be able to use some kind of power or plants. I still have no idea what I can do. So let's fight this thing and get the man's soul back. Alright. Neon Earth Kick! Neon Ananyani Rose Petal Shower. So strong. There has to be a way to stop it. <sighs> uh, it's glowing. Uh, uh, scepter. Honeysuckle chain in stare. Star, dear, you really must do something. <laughs> I don't think I can hold it for too much longer. How do I use you? Wait, Marion, how did you learn how to use those attacks? I, um, it just happened. The words just came to me. Okay, I have to relax. I'll try to keep it busy. Earth Divine 
purification. Purify. Sailor Neon Earth's purifying attack has destroyed the creature, the soul it had stolen slowly returning to the mail from whence it came. Come on, we'd best get out of here. Yeah. Among the shadows, two pairs of eyes, one gold, the other violet, watched the young women run away from the scene, the owner of the golden eyes nodding to itself as it begins to walk away, its violet-eyed partner following it. I can't believe it. They turned into... Sailor Neon Earth and Sailor Neon Arnyani. You knew something, didn't you? Right after the earthquakes, you... It's not that I knew anything at all, Luna. It was more of a memory. It came and went. A memory? What kind of memory? It was like a flashback of Queen Serenity during the Silver Millennium. No, I think it was during the very first days of the kingdom being built. Huh? But, Archimus, how can you... We weren't there, uh... I don't know, but when it happened, I... I was drawn here for some reason. That reason led you to those two girls. They turned into Senshi. One of them turned into the Earth Senshi. That should not be possible, Artemis. King Edmund is a century of Earth. We should go and inform Serenity and... No! I I mean, not yet. Uh, Luna, all I am asking is that you give me time. I'll keep an eye on them try to find out some more. When I... when and if needed, I myself will speak with the King and Queen. Archimus. Return to the palace. I'll keep a watch over them. Artemis, you think I can just leave you here? Huh? <laughs> Come on. Luna, wait up! Unaware of the events taking place in Crystal Tokyo, or that they are being followed, the two young women have reached the main gates of the Dupree family manor, unknowingly walking towards another life-changing moment. Let's rest for a few minutes. Yeah, wait. What are we doing here? Just just trust me, okay? I'll sneak you in somehow. Besides, we we need to figure out what just happened. Maybe Mom can... Marion, Star, come over here. Mom, aren't you supposed to be resting? Oh, boo. How can I rest when I have your baby sister to take care of? I think Mom hit her head harder than I thought. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you both. Don't act like you don't know your baby sister Sakura. Sakura? See, Sakura's been waiting for you. Mother, I can assure you that we have no sister. Neither Sar nor I have ever seen this girl before. What does that have to say about this? Why, your father is happy Sakura did not get hurt. Hey kid, who are you and what have you done to our mother? I didn't do anything. I do not believe you. I have no little sister. But I am your sister. No. Yes. No. Yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. Ouch. 
That's enough starlight. Why did you hit me for? Sakura, honey, come on. I'll make you something to eat. Yay! Mother! Psst, Star, let's not make a big deal about it. We have to find out who that girl is. Without Mom or Dad knowing, I'm quite sure she's done something to them. But the real question is why. Well, you know Father doesn't want me in this place, so the spying job will fall on your hands. Inside the manor, the small girl watches Mrs. Dupree prepare for her a small snack. Yet, the girl's thoughts are not on her mother, but on the young women she'd just seen. But it's the only way! I came here following my elder sister. Things are not right at home. So I have to find out why Mama and her home are disappearing. I'm sorry. I'll try to be of no trouble for you. Here you go. One peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a glass of cold milk. Thank you, Mama! As the two felines watched the young woman plan a way to get the small girl alone, they themselves wonder who the young girl is. Do you think she could be an enemy? Possible, but I doubt it. Things are getting stranger by the moment. Luna? Hmm? Do you think that those girls could be connected with the Earthwings? How so, Artemis? I don't know. But their power comes from another source not connected to the Moon Kingdom. And their attacks. The attacks Sailor Me on Earth used. Yes, correct. And the way it turned into a red orb before exploding. It's all so... Archimus, look! Luna, you stay with Sailor Aranyani. I'll go with Earth. Far, far away, in a dimension forgotten through the passage of time, chained and left alone with his memories, a man cries out with anger and hatred. The prison surrounding him trembles with the force of his anguish, but he knows, he knows the time has come. He can feel the power sealing him away, dwindle little by little. Soon, very soon now, until then, Gather all the souls you can, my beloved children.